0: Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, November 2nd, and we are recapping yet another thrilling NFL trade deadline. Joining me to break it all down, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, fellas?
1: Uh, Breach, I'm glad I'm the draft guy, not the trade deadline guy, because uh, I would probably have been fired for lack of activity.
2: Well, I think we're going to get a lot of listeners today, because I I think they're going to want us to rank all our favorite trades. What's your top 10, Brenton?
0: Um, I didn't think this would make my top 10 favorite NFL trade deadline, so I don't know. Uh, my favorite, uh, number one, the uh, Dolphins not trading for Deshaun Watson. Mm, yeah. Number two, the Eagles not trading Fletcher Cox. So your favorite trades of the trade deadline was no trades? Correct. Otto Beckham not being traded from the Browns. Actually, I would say my number one, dra- my number one trade was uh, Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers. Number two, no, number sense. one, number one, Von Miller to the Rams. Number two, Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers. Number three, Joe Flacker to the Jets, just for the humor's sake. Uh, number four, Dan Brown to the Chiefs and Laurent DuVernay Tardif to the Jets just because they traded for a doctor at the trade deadline. Number five, Zach Ertz to the Cardinals. You know, it's actually that's actually should be higher if we're doing a realistic one and not a sarcastic one. And uh, number six, did I say Mark, oh Mark Ingram to the Saints maybe higher than that. Um, Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs, Charles Amenhu to the 49ers, and C.J. Henderson to the Panthers, Kenny Young to the Broncos. Does that cover all of them? Yeah, I think so. So yeah, yeah I mean, if we're looking at if we're looking at the biggest deals, I, I mean, I think you start. Well, let, let's grade some of the bigger ones. How about that? Right, are just, you, we'll start with the ones that didn't happen, because again, I think that is a bigger deal. Deshaun Watson. Just,
1: I'll just know quickly, we've had 10 trades going back to October 5th. So that's how infrequent this has happened Absolutely, uh, down the stretch here. So go ahead about
0: Deshaun.
2: And only four uh, of those happened on the trade deadline day.
0: The the, two, the, the the biggest story is that Deshaun Watson did not get traded and will be with the Texans throughout the rest of the year, barring you know, their decision to release him and him signing somewhere else. Um, also, Brandon Cook's not traded by the Texans Brady Quinn made an interesting point when we were talking before the show on um, for for Wednesday's show, which was not, you know, we didn't it didn't actually make the cut. But he said the Texans may have screwed up by not trading Deshaun Watson because it's possible that you know his legal situation could get worse over the next few, several months heading into the offseason. It's possible that Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson are available. It's possible that other quarterbacks are on the market, and so it could sink the value. That the Texans could get in return from Desha- for Deshaun Watson, but it was very clear that at the end of the day, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, was not willing to make the deal with uh, to get Deshaun Watson from the Texans without some sort of uh, he needed he needed certain conditions met, i.e., a settlement of some of some sort uh, in the in the Watson case, and couldn't get there.
1: So it's funny you say that because uh, JJ Jonathan Jones just posted on on the Twitter machine his latest. Uh, at cbsports.com about the Deshaun Watson deal and sort of uh, echoes what Brady's, Brady's talking about in, things, in terms of things possibly getting worse. If Watson's legal issue worsens, J.J. writes, so does his value to interested teams. This is going to happen next offseason now at this point. The introduction of Aaron Rodgers and Russ Wilson to the trade market also will also hurt his value, and that, that's something else to consider. Like Russ and Aaron Rodgers weren't going anywhere in early November, and now they're going to be in the mix. There'll be other quarterbacks we haven't even thought of that could potentially be on the trade market And we said this last January before I think all the allegations came out against Deshaun. That was when Deshaun's value was at its highest and they sort of set on it. All the Deshaun Watson uh, allegations came out and things went quiet over the summer. And this was another opportunity to move on from them. It sounds like the the price wasn't met from the Texas perspective. And now that you're gambling that the value will go up, but if things get worse, the value won't go up with the market saturated with big name players like Aaron Rodgers and Russ Wilson. the, The value may not go up. So uh, as we sit here, the Texans are still a very dysfunctional organization. I think they had a chance to get some draft picks and perhaps improve their long-term chances for success. But, you know, here we are. Nothing's changed.
2: Well, the other part of that is that let's not forget the key factor here. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play for the Houston Texans. So let's say he clears up all his legal issues in January, uh, which would certainly make him more tradable. But now you're Houston, you're saying to yourself, why would we trade him unless we get exactly what you want? And so they're going to keep having this huge asking price. I don't see how this ends well for the Texans, no matter how it plays out, because the flip side of that is that Watson doesn't get his legal situation resolved or resolved. So now you're into the off season where you're in the same situation where teams are going to say, look, we're not going to give you three first round picks because we don't even know if this guy's going to be able to play in 2022. And so I feel like his peak value was right now because if you're the Dolphins, you're already one and seven. If Watson gets suspended for the rest of the season, that's fine because you're you're done. Your season's over anyway. You start him next season. Uh but now if he's still there, which he's going to be, as you guys said, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, if you're a team looking for a quarterback, are you going to go for Two of the best quarter two of the best active quarterbacks right now, or the guy with the crazy legal situation. You're not even gonna talk to him. That's that's just playing with fire. You're gonna call Aaron Rodgers' agent, you're gonna call Russell Wilson's agent. So I just think the Texans blew it by not lowering their asking price uh to get something done.
0: He Chris blew it. Oh yeah. The other thing Booyah. is. Yeah, we mentioned Deshaun Watson not traded. You you can at least make the case that with Watson not traded. And by the way, hit the like button. If you're watching this on YouTube, press the like button. Smash that puppy. We're trying to get that thing cranked up. Uh, the Texans didn't trade Brandon Cooks either. I, I don't get that. Like, Brandon Cooks is a productive wide receiver who can help a contender. You could get a third-round pick for him, right?
1: Yeah. If you're trading with Breach, I don't know if you get a third-round pick for him. I mean, con- I mean conditional third round pick that seems pretty rich maybe I, I, I clearly no one wanted him at that price i would imagine the Texans would have parted ways with him i think what's more egregious is that the, the Texans traded charles amenehu their third year player who's on a defense that stinks and only got a six-round pick for him
0: oh uh, actually think, you know what brandon cooks uh contract is not ideal actually
1: but so that that's the bigger issue for me that said i mean if you know if the contract is amenable you should be having a fire sale if you're the Texans if you're the Lions no, no if, if you're the Jets what do you what do you know when you know,
0: Chris contract's fine he's got two years on the back end like okay. I mean the, the the concern for me is w- with the Texans is that they don't recognize that they are one in seven and need as many assets back as possible just get something for cooks so, I mean,
2: so this is like a, a company having a going out of business sale, and you walk in, and they're still trying to charge full price for everything when everything should be fifty percent off.
1: No, they're raising and, prices. They're not even cutting. Yeah, any... they're
2: raising prices, and you just I, walk I, I out. I like, like you, What I, the hell are these people yeah. thinking?
0: It's like you walk into like a Dick's Sporting good that's having a, a going out of sale, and you're like walking, you like, oh, I like that tent. They're like, oh, actually, that, that we're not selling that tent. But uh, that, we, that tent is actually double what yeah, we were yeah. charging yesterday. Yeah, I mean, get some value in return for these players, and just go into full blown tank mode. I mean, Cooks is not going to save your season. Go look at some younger players. I mean, this is a guy who's twenty eight. You know, he is not. He should not be a part of your rebuilding process. You traded Mark Ingram to the to the Saints. You know, you have. You just don't have a whole lot, and it's not going to get better.
1: It's funny you mentioned the Saints because Kimberly Martin reports that there were some conversaciones about Odell perhaps going to New Orleans. And we talked about in the pre-show. Odell is a possible landing spot there. And I think Breach, you made the point that if your quarterback is yellable in the eyes of Odell Beckham, it probably doesn't make sense to relocate him to whatever city that may be. So I think Kimberly also writes that uh, there's still optimism in the Browns building that uh, OBJ can be a big part of their second half playoff push. So Breach, I'll ask you to reiterate, how's that possible after? the video that whoever produced it on the YouTube showing all the times <laughs> that Odell Beckham was wide open. It doesn't
2: make sense. I don't know how he's going to walk back in the locker room after his dad threw Baker Mayfield under the bus after LeBron James was out there tweeting. It was like Odell uh, sent out a text that said, all right, guys, just do whatever you can. Get me out of Cleveland. I want all my famous friends. I want you, dad. Everyone make it clear that I do not want to be with the Cleveland Browns anymore. And that's what they did all day. They sent this, they they, they blitzkrieg social media with these messages that Odell needs to be traded And that's fine if he ends up getting traded. But he did not get traded. So now he has to walk with his tail tucked between his legs back into that locker room, look Baker Mayfield in the eye and be like, hey, bro, sorry my dad shared a 10-minute video about you overthrowing me 25 times. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's that's I don't know how they're going to get along. You wouldn't have gotten along in New Orleans. You think if you can't get along with Baker Mayfield, you think it's going to work with Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill throwing him passes? No, it's going to be even worse. So I, I don't know how the Browns are going to handle this. It feels like uh Odell is just he's I'm not gonna say he's killing the chemistry in the locker room but he is certainly not helping it and you know Baker Mayfield's trying to play with a broken shoulder and you know if he's thinking in his head god I gotta throw it to Odell on this play it's not gonna help a Browns offense that's already struggling so I just think this is a a bad situation for Cleveland
0: I again I I am not surprised that he wasn't traded. They don't have a ton of depth at wide receiver. I don't care that he hasn't been productive. It, he is Odell Beckham. He, we know he has a skill set. Maybe something can click. Maybe they can make a run at the playoffs. They're four and four. They're supposed to have a special season. Everybody was sort of hoping for a bounce back from OBJ. It clearly hasn't been there. But again, with all the money that he's owed this season, and there's no dead money on the cap, uh, there's no dead money the, on the final years of his deal, so they can move on from it. By the way, what a terrible contract that was that they gave him. Um I'm just, not, I'm just not surprised that they decided not to trade him, even though, you know, I get that his dad did all that. Like, his dad's not getting him sent out of town. And then, Le- like, LeBron James is tweeting about it, too. Like, the whole thing was crazy. Uh, I think, I, again, the Saints could have made some sense. We don't know what the deal is with Michael Thomas. When, when he's going to be back, they certainly need help there, but they're not going to take on a ton of his salary. They can't afford to take on a ton of his salary. Uh, speaking of the Saints, what do we think the Saints will do at quarterback? They didn't trade for anybody. There was some thought they might trade for Teddy Bridgewater, you know, given his familiarity. There's also, you know, been some chatter. Who's to say who started the chatter? Uh, about you know Philip Rivers. Rivers said he would have some interest in the Saints, but I, I you hear also that the Saints don't really. Well, to one, deal with and Sean Payton said this directly, bringing in an outside quarterback who doesn't know the system, and then two, are the Saints really going to keep four quarterbacks on the ro- You know, on the on the roster for the entire year. Who are the four? Ian Book, Taysom Hill, and um, oh, Trevor Trevor. I
1: forgot about yeah. Ian Book. Yeah, yeah. I, I never was buying into the Philip Rivers thing because he's old. Number one, he's been coaching football. Number two, I mean, maybe he's working out and throwing, staying in his shape, and all that. I think he would probably wouldn't have that much trouble learning any offense because he's pretty smart and he, he's played for 20 years, but I don't know if he's a, cause don't forget like his last year in Los Angeles, San Diego, wherever they were at the time, we were everyone, but you had concerns about him, Brinson. Like he, 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 didn't he was look fine good.
0: in Indianapolis, Ryan. So
1: he was better last year for sure. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if he puts that team over the, over the hump. I think he, you sort of roll with Trevor, you roll with Taysom Hill. And I'm actually sort of interested to see how that plays out. Saints fans may feel less certain about that because they have more vested in it. But I, I don't know how much more. How many wins does Philip Rivers give you if he starts in two weeks' breach?
2: Uh, who are the Saints playing two weeks? The, no, no. At,
1: it, I, he, if he doesn't start playing until two weeks from now because he has to get okay, acclimated, how many more wins at the end of the year does he provide you other than Taysom Hill slash Trevor Simeon?
2: Ah, uh, one. Okay. So,
1: I mean, I don't I was going to say one and a half was the over-under. So, that could be the difference between – they're making the playoffs. I mean, we've already talked about this. They should make the playoffs, yes. Well, and Sean
2: Payton did say on Monday he thought it would be a, quote, challenge to bring any quarterback in. Uh, so, he kind of shot down that they were going to trade for anyone. Obviously, they don't have to trade for Rivers. They can just sign him. I, like, I don't hate it. Like, what is the – just bring him in. like, and, and if he learns the playbook quickly, you can play him. Or if you think he's a good fit for your offense, you play him. And if he's not, then you have a veteran on the sideline in case somebody happens to Taysom Hill, who has missed the last three weeks with a concussion. Because you don't want your season riding on Trevor Simeon. Like, it, I, I think it's got to be Philip Simeon. You've got to uh, – Philip Rivers.
1: Where did these words come? I just don't, I don't understand.
2: Well, it, look, Philip Rivers said that he let could – Let me ask
1: you, Brinson. Let me ask you this, though. What if the concern is breached if he's not the starter because of whatever reason – that he's not fully invested because now he's traveling back and forth. I would imagine uh, probably during, you know, maybe some he's probably traveling
0: back to see his kids or he staying in no, New no, Orleans? No, no. He's next... only coming if he's a starter. He's not coming if he's not the starter.
1: Yeah, but you get three weeks into it and it's like, oh my gosh, he's not the person we
2: thought well, No, But I'm sure Sean Payton, they can paint a picture that says, look, Philip, you're going to be the backup the first week or two because we need to get you, you have to get the familiar with the
0: offense. He's not going to expect it. Sean Payton. So, could tell no, him just, to, just to clarify that, I think, I think here's what would happen is, I mean, you can give your playbook to anybody. Like, if somebody's it's online. Not, I mean, you, Sean Payton could send a Saints playbook to Philip Rivers. Sean Payton tweets out plays. No, but yes. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not like it's not going like to be a violation of NFL rules to give uh, Philip Rivers is a free agent and retired. Like, you could give a playbook to Philip Rivers. It, let's let's say hypothetically, the Saints. You reach out to Philip Rivers. Say, listen, Philip, we are potentially interested. You know, we want to keep this quiet. We want to see how Simeon and Taysom Hill do over the next two weeks. We play the Falcons at home. Um, they were at the Titans. Then they have the. They're at the Eagles November twenty first, and then they have to play the Bills at home on 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 Thanksgiving for which will be on Sunday night. Oh, that, oh that, I guess it's it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, you could potentially say, let us see how you know see how you do the next two weeks, and then you make a decision on the River Sing because if Simeon and Taysom Hill play well enough, where you beat the Falcons and beat the Titans, you know you're at uh what seven wins, and what you, is it? Uh-
1: I'll look it up. I don't want to ask you.
0: Um, so you ask me. I, I got the schedule in front of me.
1: No, I was going to ask you the playoff odds from football Osiris. What? Uh, how many wins are are you giving? An Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, a uh, Phillip Rivers led Saints team if he starts two weeks from now. Breaches at one. I think that's about right.
0: One extra win. I, mean, I got the playoff odds. Hold on. I'll bring it up. The Saints are currently at sixty-five percent, seventy percent. Yeah.
1: So I, I I get it. Like I'm with breach. I don't. I, I'm fine bringing them in. I don't know what the long-term payout is. But like, I don't know um, if he that much. There's better. no
2: long-term payout. It's a 9-week payout and you hope that no, it, it, it pays long-term off. Long-term being
1: it. weeks 10, 11 and 12. Like uh, is the is, if there's if there's no cost bring him in. I get it. it he's not going to be disruptive. He's not going to be angry if he's not playing. He'll just retire or whatever. Yeah, bring him in. That's fine. All I'm right, not going to push
2: Philip Rivers. Yeah, he's I'm not going to push.
0: I I I think that look, Philip Rivers now knows there's has to think there's potential interest. He said it would probably be two to three weeks for him to get in good playing shape. You don't have to bring it. He, th- he already said, he, he's like, I'm not playing for the, you know, somebody, somebody asked him, would you play on, you know, Sunday if it's the Falcons? He's like, no, it's like, a, it, you know, he's like, I mean, he said, in theory, you know, if I need, if on Monday I needed to play the next Sunday, yes, I could do that. But, you know, I would rather have like two to three weeks to get ready, prepare, learn the offense, all that. So I think you're looking at if, if they decided to do it, it would be, for that Eagles game, excuse me, that mm-hmm. Eagles game in three weeks or even the, you know, the um, the Bills game on Thanksgiving, which I think would be on NBC, which would be hilarious because Drew Brees would be the studio analyst for that game. Moving on. Is there anybody out there who should have made a deal that didn't make a deal that bothers you guys?
1: Um, I wanted to make a deal after the Saints. So we went to break, but you didn't you didn't go for that.
0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, well let's uh, let's take a break. The this notification thing is just a problem for me. But thank you, Wilson. Uh, what, did, what did you trade for me going to break? What were you willing to trade Breach's presence for our tra- our draft grades? What presence does Breach have? Breach oh, is Bre- going to be <laughs> in like six minutes. <laughs> oh, he has
1: got a kid thing to do. I mean, like it's. I thought big. you meant like gifts, presents. I was like, wait, hey, what did he get us? Nothing. No, uh-uh. His departure is the gift. Is the gift.
0: Right, I tell you what, let's just start grading deals that uh, that should have happened. Or there's yeah, great deals that actually did happen. Yeah. Not, the, not talking about ones that should have happened. Melvin Ingram traded to the Chiefs from the Pittsburgh Steelers for a 2022 six-round grade. What grade do you give the Chiefs? What grade do you give the Steelers' breach?
2: I give the Chiefs a B plus. They had to do something to revamp the defense. They only gave up a six-round pick. Melvin Ingram knows the AFC West. He, he played in it for 10 years, whatever, 9, 10 years with the Chargers. And so he's back in a familiar area, and he wasn't great with the Steelers. Obviously, he he
1: was. I was going to ask you why B plus. Go ahead.
0: Uh, And by the way, actually, breach you do Chiefs and Wilson, you can do. But if he can be a step
2: up on any from anything the Chiefs have right now, uh, which is completely possible because their defense has been so bad, then it's a good move for him. And they they had to do something, and this is what they did, and I'm okay with it. And they only gave up a six round pick to make it happen.
1: I'm giving breach an F for the B plus that he gave the Chiefs because I'm giving the Chiefs an A plus even though.
0: Did so look
1: a plus Melvin Ingram actually has played pretty well. Uh, Breach may be talking about the fact that the Steelers like to drop Melvin Ingram in coverage when they let him play as a part-time player and that's not his game. He wasn't terrible at it, but he he got after it in terms of rushing the quarterback and uh, it was just a situational pass. Uh, he was a situational player because of Alex Highsmith and obviously TJ Watt. And that's too bad that, you know, the two sides didn't understand that at the onset of their, their time together. So uh, I think it's great for the chiefs because that defense stinks anyone would actually be an upgrade uh, but b plus isn't bad I'm just giving breach hard time the Steelers I give him a B um maybe even a b minus because they didn't work things out with ingram they sort of need him in terms of a rotational player uh, unless everyone can stay healthy and play 60 snaps a game the six round pick is is okay you would like to get more for it but you're not getting more for a veteran player on a, on a on a show me deal when he wasn't playing a whole lot of
0: football. Uh, I believe 2.9 million of his $4 million contract was a signing bonus. So,
1: money well spent for six games of part time
0: yeah. duty. Yeah.
1: They got, uh,
0: and he, he had gotten up to 100% of the snaps against Cincinnati and then just cratered off the face of the planet. You and 49, 60, and, uh, and 26 in terms of the snaps. Wasn't played a whole lot. And that's why he was ready to be done. Before we move on to the grades, I want to note that uh, one, Ray, uh, Von Miller passed his physical with the Rams. He had hurt his ankle with the Broncos in week seven, but he passed his physical, meaning he is uh, all good. That, that trade is completed. Von Miller is going to the Rams and two a surprise last second trade. The Broncos sent rookie cornerback, Kerry Vincent jr to the Eagles for a 2022 six round pick. According to Tom Pellicero of NFL media, that one snuck through the the 4 p.m. Buzzer a Debo on a, scale of one to two how are you how excited
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> one and a half Ryan, tell me about him you, you you scouted him last year yeah athletic player I think I had like an early day three grade on him played on those really good defenses at, at LSU um I can't remember if he he may have opted out last year I'd have to go back and check uh six round so six round pick in terms of compensation tells me that the Eagles probably liked him last year um just he, didn't have not opt out Okay, so he—that's—that's that's the other thing. He doesn't have a lot of experience now. now um, if he didn't play last year, so he played on that on the on the uh, national championship winning LSU team with all those other players in that defense that were drafted. Um, so there's some projection trying to figure out what kind of player he was and and maybe uh, who traded him. The Broncos and, traded. Uh, oh, the Broncos. So maybe the Broncos either they're keeping Kyle Fuller, who was uh, often mentioned as a possible trade target. They had Patrick Sertan, and maybe there wasn't a place for him there, or maybe they they didn't love what they saw after the government camp, but. Um, If the Eagles liked him, it sounds like they did. Why why not take a flyer on him? And Debo, you know better than I do. They could use certainly help on defense and in the secondary. Yeah, and he probably would have been the third best corner anyways on that LSU team last year with, with Stingley and Ricks there. Right? Yeah, there you go. By the way, if you haven't seen Ed Ogeron's comments about his team in preparation for Alabama, please go check them out. They are absolutely hysterical.
0: Oh, okay. We'll go check this out. He I was, was
1: asked in the press conference quickly. They said, said, what do you think? You know, How's the team playing? Are there concerns? And he thought they were talking about Alabama. And he goes, well, they're really good. They're, no, no, your team. And he basically said, we are terrible. We are a big pile of dog doo-doo. And that's a guy who knows he's he's out of a job in a few weeks. But anyway, check those out if you're
0: looking Yeah, for he's, just, he's on vacation. Uh, we mentioned Von Miller passed his physical. How about a uh, a grade breach for the Rams? I'm going to give the Rams an A. Wow. Uh, oh. Von Miller, Miller, by the way, is traded for a 2022 second and a 2022 third-round pick. Look,
2: the Rams have shown that their strategy is pretty clear when it comes to trading picks and it's that they don't care about the draft. They would rather have a proven commodity than these lottery draft picks that you don't know if they're going to pan out. So they just give them away. They get a proven player back. Uh, Number one, they don't really have to pay Von Miller because the Broncos are footing $9 million of his salary. So that takes that off the table. Uh, Number two, no first round picks involved. One second round pick. And, and you have another third round pick you got because of a compensatory pick. Uh, so you're, you're still okay there. And five Miller with Aaron Donald? Are you kidding me? The Rams defense, they're all in for the Super Bowl. I love this move. I give it an A. Should I give an A plus? I'll give it an A. Okay. I want uh, Ryan to give me an A and so uh, so he can get an A plus.
1: What would you give the uh, Broncos for this? I give them an A as well. I mean, they got a second and a third round pick. I think I, I'm fine with Breach's grade because the the Rams has made it clear. They don't care about draft picks and uh, that roster is pretty stacked. And if they're trying to win now and breach sort of noted about this, if you don't want to take a flyer on a second or third rounder next year, you want to get the scouting department the, the year off, trade those picks away, get a proven player and, and go get them. And I think the Broncos are obviously a team, um, although, you know, they're, they're still sort of quote unquote in the mix in that division. They're, they're a team that needs a quarterback. And maybe these are picks you can use not to trade up to get one, but to, to trade one, whether it's Russ or Aaron, or maybe they get back in the Sean Watson sweepstakes so we get to that point in, in the springtime. Yeah, I, I think it's a great trade. It's one of these trades that feels balanced for both sides. If you were just looking at it in the team that acquired Von Miller weren't the Rams, you would say that the Broncos maybe won because of the of what was given up, but knowing that it's the Rams and where they are and how they sort of view these things, I think it's a pretty even trade, so I'll give a uh, give the Broncos
0: an A. Yeah, I saw some people, or I can remember somebody from PFF was bashing the trade. It's like, look at what, Look at these teams are like listed like seven teams that traded uh day two picks for a you know high-end defensive player. And it was like all teams most of them were teams that went to the Super Bowl, but just lost in the Super Bowl, which I don't know. I mean, I think the Rams are probably signed to be in the Super Bowl right now. Not, not uh, that they would sign to lose the Super Bowl. I'm saying they would sign if if they get Von Miller and he gives and he if trading a second and a third guarantees you a chance to play in the Super Bowl. I think the Rams feel like that is an absolute victory for them in the deal.
1: It, it feels like when everyone was crushing, and I had questions too, when the Falcons traded up against Julio Jones to give up so much. Hey, man, they got to the Super Bowl. They should have won it. And yep. if they had won it, no one would have cared. They didn't, but, you know, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And for the – look, I, I think the Broncos deserve a ton of credit for this because you uh, you don't often see a NFL team that's 4-4 four and four be willing to trade away a franchise, like a ring of honor franchise legend, a guy they drafted with a top, they drafted him third overall, right? When it, it was, uh, cause it was cam Darius and Vaughn. They drafted him. He's played for the, he's, he's, he's probably a, a, probably a hall of famer. I don't Wilson. I know Wilson. Um, actually I wasn't even going to push back on that one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was going to say he's probably, he, 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 he was the second overall pick. Oh yeah. So Darius was third. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, at any rate, yeah, it's been 10 years. Uh, at any rate, uh, Von Miller, a likely slash probable Hall of Famer, I think, just because of his he's you know, Super Bowl MVP, won a Super Bowl. That defense has been dominant, he's put up monster numbers for, for, for over a decade. And so, you know, I mean, this is a guy that if you're the Broncos, there was a lot of emotion between both sides letting him go. But you're four and four, you still had a shot at the playoffs. Good for them for recognizing their position and saying, you know what. We do need to go out and get some draft picks. We want to try and improve at the quarterback position next offseason. So uh, they do that. Uh, speaking of the Rams, by the way, Jerry Fowler of ESPN reports that the Rams are expected to release Deshaun Sean Jackson. Both parties explore trade possibilities. He uh, would have stayed, but this gives him a chance to get more playing time. He will be subject to waivers, which is hard to believe since Sean Jackson's been around so long that he'd be subject to waivers. But um, I would think there'll be some interest in Deshaun Sean Jackson. He had he had some he was open deep on the for the Rams several times. I'm I'm really shocked they didn't find a way to use him more. Matthew Stafford missed him a couple times. They have
1: a ton of playmakers. That's why. And as Breach noted in, in the pre-show, if you're 34 years old and you can't be happy in a team that's, as you just talked about, has a really good chance to go to the Super Bowl or at least make a deep playoff run. I don't know what would make you happy. It's not like you're on the end of your rookie deal and you're trying to get paid. You're on a, a team that wins football games. And for some people, that maybe isn't the most important thing. Maybe Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, that is important to him. We're just not seeing it, but he's unhappy and he looks like soon to be released.
2: Yeah, like what team is going to want to sign him? If he can't make it work on a team that's throwing the ball all the time, where's he going to go and and get more playing time and get more targets and get more receptions? Like, It just doesn't make sense to me that he wants to leave. Like, hey, you've never won a Super Bowl in your life. Stick around for the rest of the season. Maybe get a Super Bowl ring. Figure things out next year. You're not going to – I just don't see him finding a spot – uh, a better spot than the Rams where he's going to make a huge contribution. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. Ryan well, Jackson
0: Hall of Famer. Ooh. I don't, no, I don't think so. No, no, <laughs> no he's not. Just wanted to check. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, If Brenton and breach are on board with that, you know, it's a hard no.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, he's played 27, five, 32, 32, 30, 24 and 6% of the snaps through seven weeks. I guess he didn't play last week. I mean, he's inactive because they were potentially trying to trade him. I mean, he you know he doesn't have a whole lot of what does he have? Fifteen targets and eight catches. Is that right? He's two hundred twenty-one receiving yards this year. Well, He had like seventy-five yeah, on one game. catch.
1: Right? Yeah, he was. like I mean, to Deshaun of old. I,
0: I guess. The, I guess the thing that's odd to me is that this is sort of what I assume they brought Deshaun Jackson in for. By like the way, if I was Jordan- Sean Jackson, I would have assumed that the that the Rams brought me in to be this occasional deep threat who, and maybe and maybe it's a situation where Sean McVay is like, look, man, I got. Robert Woods is complaining about, you know, like too many miles to feed. So you get the guy. Well,
1: I, I'll tell you exactly. According to Jordan Roderick, who covers the Rams for the athletic now, yeah. she she notes that it's, uh, that's her impression that quote, more playing time in general was not necessarily the issue with Deshaun, specifically more targets on offense with more playing time on offense seemed to be the source of the frustration. So there you
0: okay. go. I mean, yeah, I mean, if Deshaun, Deshaun, maybe Deshaun don't want to be out there running a bunch of deep routes and not, and it's just Matthew Savage just hitting Cooper Cup over and over again.
1: Right, right? only so many, Sprint slept in those 34-year-old legs.
0: Sure. Put him in sure. Indy.
2: Ah, he wouldn't last 2 weeks with Carson
0: Wentz. <laughs> no, he would not. <laughs> would, be like, it would be like drawing DPI to Sean on underthrown deep balls. So that doesn't count as a target, right?
1: Mm. They take that off. It doesn't count. Be as, no play, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a no stat there.
0: Uh Okay. Uh Charles Aminu to the 49ers for a future late round pick. Uh, breach left.
1: He now it on Slack. You don't. You don't patrol that, so I'll let you know. I,
0: I, I'm just not getting the notifications. It's, it's, that's
1: why me and Debo are here.
0: I've restarted. Tr- it's a problem.
1: You're um, like you're like a grandpa trying to drive the car, and we got to tell you where to go in, in the passenger seat.
0: I, I turned off Do Not Disturb. I don't know what's going on with my computer. If anybody listening to the podcast or in the YouTube channel, by the way, hit the like button in YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Uh We are we were live leading up to the trade deadline. Smash that like button. Tell us your favorite deal of the of the trade deadline or point out, uh, let me know how I can fix my notifications that I'm not getting on my stupid brand-new laptop. Uh, Texans grade, 49ers grade for Charles Aminahue.
1: I love Charles Aminahue. I like him coming out of Texas. No, I, I like him. I, I mean, here's the thing. You're comparing this trade to the in, in the division to the Rams getting Von Miller, and it's not right. even... Well, I don't want to say it's not even close. It's a bigger splash if you're the Rams getting Von Miller, but Charlesman, Charlesman, who's a good young player. I think it was silly that the Texans got rid of him for only a sixth round pick. But but whatever. We don't know what the Texans are doing. I like the move for San Francisco. I, I'm hard on them about not playing to their potential, but th- this is a move in the right direction. So I I, I like to. I'll give it a, a B plus for San Fran and like a C minus maybe even a D for Houston because I, I would have tried to get more or keep him as a young player who you can build around.
0: Yeah. Trade your old veterans and keep your younger players. If somebody's under the age of 25, why are you th- talking about trading? I don't know.
1: It's a crazy it's town, man.
0: Um, okay. So, other deals that had happened previously that we would have talked about uh, that we mentioned earlier just Mark Ingram to the Saints, Joe Flacco to the Jets, Stephon Gilmore, <laughs> CJ Henderson both traded the What
1: I just, Joe Flacco, I love that he's, he just won't go away. He's we, it's the an amazing
0: trade. It's like the, he's like, going to play longer than Tom Brady. And the funny part is we saw. Um, and then, like I had a, a Jets buddy in the chat who was like, "Oh, Flacco's not gonna be ready. This is trouble for this week." And it's like, if that's your problem, then you got bigger problems. It ends up Mike White led the league in passing yards uh, last. It week.
1: is sort of funny that uh, Joe Douglas tried to CYA covers his behind by trading for Joe Flacco because they didn't have a veteran presence, and then Mike White just balls out, so it almost blows up in his face.
0: Yeah. Like are, we, are we? Yeah, Joe Douglas starting to raise some questions. Yeah, raise some questions. Get on the radar. Uh, also worth mentioning that uh, Henry Ruggs is going to be charged with dui um i believe the the actual phrase is dui that caused uh he let's I'll find the the actual phrase but I it's dui that caused his death he was in a, a two car accident um at 3 3:30 3 in the morning in las vegas the uh other motorist in the car tragically died henry Ruggs suffered some non life threatening uh, uh, uh injuries and the raiders and the nfl have released the uh, you know the, the statements that you would think that they would release here which is there in the fact finding process uh, currently the actual full statement from the las vegas metro police department On November 2nd, approximately 3.39 a.m., the LVMPD responded to a traffic collision near the intersection of South Rainbow Boulevard and South Spring Valley Parkway involving a Chevrolet Corvette and a Toyota RAV4. Responding officers located the Toyota on fire. Fire department personnel responded and located a deceased victim inside the Toyota. The preliminary investigation indicates the front of the Chevrolet collided with the rear of the Toyota. The driver of the Chevrolet identified as 22-year-old Henry Ruggs III, remained on scene and showed signs of impairment. He was transported to UMC Hospital to be treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Ruggs will be charged with DUI resulting in death. um, A quick glance at uh, some uh, Nevada uh, legal uh, analysis shows that if he is convicted, it could be uh, punishable by... uh, Oddly small fine, but two to, 20, two to 20 years in prison. I believe last year, I was doing some research on this, Nevada just changed the laws. You used to be able to be charged for second-degree murder. Mm. Uh, they changed it last year, and so now it is a maximum of 20 years in prison for this. So mm. certainly, you know, thoughts and prayers to the, the family and f- friends and family of the person involved in the other car. I mean, it's a hor- horrible tragedy, um, and- we don't know how this plays out. We have seen this rare occasions before in the NFL. Um, you know, Leonard, Leonard Little, Dante Stallworth, we were both involved in uh, accidents, similar accidents. But I, I would anticipate that this. I would guess that this probably ends his season. Would be my would be my would be my guess, and that the legal ramifications will extend far far beyond that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't have any. I don't know how this proceeds because I'm not, I don't remember this. You mentioned like the the previous times it's happened and I, yeah, I don't know. And we're in a different time too, in terms of how the league responds and how willing or unwilling they are to let players play in the light of serious things happening to them off the field. So we'll see. But yeah, like you said, it's terrible. It's just absolutely, you know, it's hard to wrap your brain around and uh, yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah. Very, very tragic. Um, okay. Anything else not to move on, but anything else from, uh, from the trade deadline that we need to cover before we get out of here?
1: No. I, I mean, I think someone mentioned in the pre-chat, it may have been our buddy Lucas, if they move the trade deadline back, maybe there's more action happening. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Not a lot's happened. You mentioned the compensatory picks as possibly being a, the culprit. But, you know, you have to deal with what, what it is. And it, it's been as unexciting a, a, a time as I can remember on something that's supposed to be sort of
0: fun. There is a uh there's a lot of hype surrounding the NFL trade deadline and almost almost nothing ends up going down. Uh the Pack- by the way, the Packers also released Jalen Smith, who they just recently signed. And the Washington football team expects Logan Thomas to return to practice after the buy to make room for Logan Thomas to come back. They released Jay Sternberger, the former yeah. Uh, third-round pick of the uh, Green Bay Packers who they had picked up. Um, yeah, he just never worked out in Green Bay. Yeah, did not work out. So uh, that uh, that's it, I believe, for the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out. For Breach for Wilson. I'm Brenton. We will talk to you guys later.